When we give away what it is that we've learned and we have and we've been able to accumulate, we leave room for the actual physical manifestation of more. And most likely what ends up happening is, is this energy of scarcity where it's like, ah, nah, I don't want to share this because if I make, if they make it, what if they are more successful with my resources than I am with my resources? It's kind of like, can't nobody do exactly what you can do, even if they have the same tools, because you're you. They can steal your flow, but you just switched the flow up. You made the flow. So if you, but if you don't believe that you're that abundant, you're going to have that scarcity mindset and you're not going to want to give away your resources. But the whole thing with that is it stops with you. Hey, you feel that? You are now tuned into, you feel that? With Bryce the Third. Welcome to another episode of You Feel That? With Bryce the Third, the Best podcast there is for aspiring change makers looking to learn how to master their emotions. Here's where we learn to become compassionate, understanding servant leaders one episode at a time. The big question is this. How do I, as an ambitious entrepreneur, learn to master my emotions in a way that allows me to continuously show up and do the next scary thing that could potentially take my career and life to the next level? I am, of course, your host, Bryce the third. How are you feeling? How's your energy? Mine's is steady, growing, unfolding, developing, and evolving. I am the best I've ever been before in this moment right now. And I'm absolutely blessed to be able to grace a mic and do these things that I do for a living. And today I want to talk about something that's been kind of like a hot button topic in my life that I've been thinking about the last couple of weeks. And I just had a conversation with my mom about this on the porch because it's beautiful outside and we can do shit like that. But the topic or question, if however you want to put it, is... Where are our elders as, as people in my community? And I want to say black people, like, where are the people in the neighborhoods that we can look up to? I'm reading this book called Braiding Sweetgrass. Shout out to Drew and Aaron for putting me up on. It's an absolutely wonderful book. It's by this indigenous woman, and she uses stories that she has heard and is retelling, as well as botany and some other science to weave together this magical way of looking at life and these like little stories that are the chapters. And in this one chapter that I read, it was talking about the Sky Woman and the legend of the Sky woman and how taking care of the land and taking care of our our areas is more than just taking care of it for us it's about taking care of it for the people to come the people that we have birthed into the world and their people that they birth into the world so like taking care of the world is like taking care of my kids kids like setting the place for those kids to be able to be in a higher, better position than I was when I got here because that was part of what it is that I'm here to contribute to. And in my own personal experience as a black man in my neighborhood, like it, I was hard pressed to find somebody who gave me resources and put me on things, like gave me some step stools. Like my OG, my mom, she is one of the best people in the world. And we often grew up like living with other families in a house because my mom would just take people in because she just had a bleeding heart like that. And I would say that my mom is somebody who has been an OG. will take the time to stop and tell you like, look, man, don't go about it like that. Or you can continue to go about it like that, but this will be the consequences. And this is how I know because of the experience that I've had. And that was like my reference point. So I think that's why inherently, like I've sought to create these platforms to be able to voice some of my experience so that maybe somebody else could shortcut my experience 
not have to go through everything that I went through and for me to have people on so I can interview them in public so that we can all pick their brains. So like creating this huge knowledge share within our community and not just in the black community to show like we've had all we've had guests from all different type of ethnicities. But I because I'm a black man, like we can't negate the fact that because I'm a black man, like I am a representation of something like when you look at me, you see something. And I never saw that as a disadvantage. Like I've always seen that as an advantage. One, because if I take it to a place where maybe I hadn't seen somebody else take it to that looked like me, then I can be that representation for those who come up after me. And therefore, I'm setting a table for people to feel like they can do these things. President Barack Obama doing what he did. And it's like, oh, now you got black kids, black boys looking, black girls looking like I want to be the president or Jay-Z being 40, however old he is. But he's he's taking it past just the rapper thing. Like he is one of the most talented rappers in in, in the game but he also is a businessman and he also creates these opportunities to put other people on sports agencies and and advocacy for people in a super bowl and and just all of these things like black representation what's better than one billionaire so especially when they have the same hue as you you and it, it's just a beautiful thing to see but i think it's a worthwhile discussion to have the conversation around like where are our elders <laughs> like I look I, I look in other cultures uh, I, I'm from Inkster, Michigan and if y'all don't know about Michigan Dearborn is one of the highest population of Arabics in the country Inkster, Michigan is right across the street from Dearborn and I would always see they sit in the garage and they they smoke smoke the hookah and they'd be in they'd be in a uh, in a driveway and you will see multiple generations and it's just, it seems like and, and I, I might be just speaking from the outside in. Cause I don't have a super in on the culture. If anybody that's of, uh, of, of Arabic descent that's in, in Detroit and wants to come talk about it or uh Chaldean or whatever. And y'all want to talk about like how you do the economics there, come holla at me. But I have talked to people that have told me about certain things that happen within those communities, even when it comes to like finances, where it's okay. We have this, this group economic, economic system whereas we take this money and then we all pull into it and then we give it to one of us and then they go and they buy a store they come back with the money that they make from the store put it into the pool and then that goes to somebody else and it just continues and the culture grows therefore the people that pick it up don't have to start off where the first person started whereas i look at like black culture and sometimes it can seem as if we are starting from scratch and then we start from scratch and then we start from scratch and it's like, what the fuck, where did that come from? And we could always have that conversation about like how we got here and and that is definitely a, a contribution and you, you think about all of the intergenerational trauma that we've experienced and and all of the, the, the suffering that people may be experiencing that stems back a couple generations and has nothing to do with their circumstances but here on you feel that we talk about the tools that we can use to empower ourselves so not to negate the fact that those things exist but to put more focus on what do we have control over and what can we do to make the environment a a a better more suitable environment for us to continue to level up as as we as the, our generations go about and to have like elders and let's let's even start with 
what is an elder? <laughs> what is an elder? I don't know. I don't fucking know. If somebody wants to come on the show and talk about what it means to be an elder, please come through. And we got that conversation in public. But what I'm coming to find out is that the, the like even creating this show or any of the stuff that I do on Instagram or the, the coaching that I do on my courage coaching business or anything that I do, I, I do it because it's important to me to make sure that I give what it is that I didn't necessarily have. Like in my life, like, and I often tell the story when I was a shorty, I was well, not a shorty. I was a grown man at that point in time. I'd been a father since <laughs> for, for five years at this point, probably. But I, I had got robbed doing some things I shouldn't be doing. And I was going to buy some stuff I shouldn't have been buying with some stuff on me that I shouldn't have had. And you know how that go. So uh, got robbed at gunpoint. They took the car. Look, I know you was vibing and I hate to interrupt your flow. We're going to get right back to the episode in a second. But I interrupt the program for good reasoning. Look, if you are here listening to You Feel That, the absolute best emotional, mental, and spiritual empowerment podcast for creatives and entrepreneurs, chances are you're either being called to build something and are looking for where to start. You've already defined what it is that you're looking to build and are currently fleshing that out. And you're here looking for encouragement, motivation, and more context for yourself and your business to help you to continue to manifest. Or maybe you've been around the block a few times. You've taking something from ideation to creation and you know in order to stay on top of your game and continue to win you have to stay sharp and you're here to make sure that you're perpetually the sharpest tool in the shed so i got to thinking what is one common problem that all three of these people share number one knowing who we are we don't know who we are even when you achieve something, even when you accomplish something, it can be hard to figure out who we are because once we accomplish something, things change. Life continuously changes. And in those changes, we continuously change. We cannot stay the same or else we become obsolete. And look, I could just hear your ears perking up. You may not know who you are right now in this season of your life. And number two, where we're going. Whether this is your first time setting out on your entrepreneurial adventure or you're a veteran who spent the block a few times, the destination always changes because when we get there, there's somewhere else to go. And then when we get there, there's somewhere else to go. So a process that allows for us to have a finger on the pulse of our internal compass, regardless of what the external circumstances are, is invaluable to our process of building anything great. All right, I hear your ears perking up again. You don't have a process. So look, you don't know who you are and you don't have no process. What if I told you I wrote a manual to help you discover these things within yourself? I hear those ears perking up again. The handbook, a pocket guide for creating your desired reality and being a good human while you're at it is available for purchase right now. Within this book, we dig into and develop a foundation within ourselves of perception, gratitude, understanding completion, all of the timeless principles that will help you to discover your path for the first time or for the 12th time. This book will help you find yourself or remember who you are, as well as get clear on the pathway towards what it is you're looking to create. If this sounds like something you could benefit from, you need to go ahead and grab your copy. Head on over to brightsthethird.com backslash the handbook. The link is conveniently located in the podcast description below, wherever you're looking at or listening to this podcast. You can even go on Amazon and search on Amazon, the handbook by Bryce the Third and grab your copy. When I first got started on my entrepreneurial journey, I wish I had a handbook to help me discover who it is that I am and where it is that I'm going. And now you got one. Grab your copy of the handbook today and unlock the key to your clarity in business and in life. All right, back to the show. So when he took the car, I'm like, dang, I'm on the other side of uh, Inkster Road, which is not my hood. Like, I'm not from this side. I'm from the other side. So I got to run across the, the road to get back home. But before I went to this, it was like a studio spot that my my man was selling like CDs in and he would like, people would be able to come in and record. But uh, he had come to be known as somebody that was like, oh, I, I don't even want to use this terminology, but an OG in the neighborhood. So I'm like, OK, cool. I'm about to just 
run in there and use his phone so I can call my my OG, my mom, and let her know that something something went wrong and I, I either need you to come get me or I'm about to come to you. And so running the store, tell bro, bro, like they, they robbed me. I need to use your phone. First thing he said to me, and he said it with the straightest face in the world. And uh, uh, even at that point in my life, like I knew like that ain't, that's not right. But he was like, you know what you got to do now, right? <laughs> and I'm like, what? What do I got to do? Go go rob the dudes who robbed me? Go find them and go kill them? That's what he was insinuating. And so you have to perpetuate the bullshit and you got to go make them pay for what they did. Like that's... That was that was our OGs. That was our OGs in the neighborhood, like misguided people that continue to misguide people. And that's not what I see as an elder. What I see as an elder is someone who maybe trudges a road that hadn't been trudged before, but clears the path for those behind them to come up behind them, gives away the resources. Anybody that has ever DM'd me on Instagram or anybody that has ever hollered at me in person and needed something, I, I mean, you might, I don't know, you have to talk to people, but I, I you'd probably be hard pressed to find somebody who said that, oh, I asked Bryce how he did this and he didn't tell me exactly how he did it. Or I asked Bryce where he found this at and he didn't tell me exactly the source that he got it from because that's what i think being an elder is i think being an elder is showing up giving what it is that we have to others so that they can use it and shortcut the process that it took for us to be able to get there and i think a lot of times what ends up happening is we can feel away because i'm not even gonna hold you up like it does kind of sometimes feel away at first mm -hmm. and this is like some recovery stuff uh where it's like i've been taught to practice the opposite of what it is that i may feel especially if i desire to feel a different way so somebody asked me where'd you get this resource how did you use it and then the first thing that kind of mind like well i had to do so much work to get this resource like this man needs to know or this woman needs to know that they need to go through work to get the resource and fuck all that fuck all that like you like why would i withhold the information that's what happened to me like, did nobody give me the information? And it might have not have been because somebody withheld it. It might have just been because, like, nobody had the answers in, in my circle. So I had to go beyond my circle. I had to go beyond my neighborhood to go get these answers that I wanted. But regardless, I didn't have the answers. So as an elder, it's important for me to give the answers because that's what empowers and plants the seeds. Now, I can't, I can't. I can't force somebody to use the tools that I put on the floor. I can't force the seeds to grow in the plants, but it is on me if I don't put the seeds in the ground. And another aspect of giving that I've learned is that when we give, we clear up the way for us to receive. And this, this works in a couple of ways, like giving, like I, I can only really know something that I can teach. Like you never really know something until you can teach it. Right. So if I am holding on to everything, I don't even know how everything works completely until I can show you how to use it, until I can give it to you, until I can point you to where it's at, until I can become a resource broker. These are just my beliefs. But you have to give to be able to get right. So even on 
the 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 side of not receiving more resources like to give you the resources that i have give me a a a deeper more contextual relationship with the resources that i have so now not only is it like like riding a bike but it's i'm riding a motorcycle with my resources because if i can give them to you and i can teach you how to use them then i'm like i'm of mastery with my resources for one right for two when we give away what it is that we've learned and we have and we've been able to accumulate we leave room for the actual physical manifestation of more if it because it's an energy of abundance if i feel like i'm and most likely what ends up happening is, is this energy of scarcity where it's like, ah, nah, I don't want to share this because if I make, if they make it, what if they are more successful with my resources than I am with my resources? It's kind of like, can't nobody do exactly what you can do, even if they have the same tools, because you're you. They can steal your flow, but you just switched the flow up. You made the flow. So if you, but if you don't believe that you're that abundant, you're going to have that scarcity mindset and you're not going to want to give away your resources. But the whole thing with that is it stops with you. So you don't learn how to master your resources. And also you don't empower your neighborhood. You don't empower your community. You don't empower people who could maybe be better than you. And and isn't that the point? I don't want to be the only one. I don't want to be the only one. I don't want to be the only one. Why would we want to be the only one? Give away so that somebody else coming up after you can, can have more time to work on their mastery so that they can surpass you. Isn't that how we make the world a better place? Isn't that how we create a better opportunity for our kids and our kids' kids? Stop being stingy with the resources. This is what an elder would do. So how do we do that? How do we do that? How do we show up? How do we show up for our community and for the people coming up after us? I think this is the worthwhile question for us to ask ourselves as a community, but for also for you to ask yourself. I'm talking to you directly. You listener of this podcast, ask yourself, how can I make things easier for my fellow man and woman? Ask yourself, how can I make things easier? How can I shortcut the process for my fellow man and woman? And what's crazy, now we about to get into business, right? Because it was crazy on the business end of the spectrum. If you start thinking like that, you come up with crazy business ideas. Reading Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, looking for that win-win a lot of times was beneficial for you and beneficial for me. There's what you want and there's what I want. And then there's something in the middle that's higher than what either one of us want that are beneficial to both of us. And a lot of times I've landed at that opportunity by seeking what somebody else like seeking to find out what somebody else may need and how it is that I can contribute to that. This is just different energy. This is just different energy. So, yes. Excel, go get a Beamer, go get a Benz, go like, go, go do what it is that you want to do. I'm not saying I'm not, I'm, I'm not one of the ones who are going to tell you don't have fun and don't do the things that you want to do and don't express yourself in ways that you feel that you really feel that you deserve to express yourself. But I'm also saying show somebody else how to get it too. show somebody else how to get it too. you are not only the example. Once you have these things, once you've done these things, once you've achieved what it is that you say that you want to achieve, you're not only the example, but you also are a reference point. I think a big thing for me was, especially when it came to money, is I felt like it wasn't uh, accessible to me. I didn't see anybody in the neighborhood. If I seen anybody in like nice cars and stuff like that, I knew they was dope boys or whatever. And it's like, well, I don't have the gumption to uh, sell dope. So that ain't going to be me. Or I always knew like that's not going that's not going to last. So there has to be another way to get it. And then the only other thing that I seen was go get a job and work for somebody else and be miserable. It doesn't matter if you like the job or not. 
you got to pay for you know your bills and you got to you just got to get by and i didn't like either one of those options i didn't like either one of those options so here we are here i am on the path of figuring out something else figuring out something else but the difference between me and the next person that comes up after me is the next person that comes up after me is going to have a me you're going to have a me you're going to be able to watch these episodes of You Feel That with Bryce the Third. You're going to be able to go to at Bryce the Third on Instagram. You're going to be able to tap into my mastermind or, or go to some type of recording that I've created or some type of course that I've created for you to be able to shortcut the process. That's what elders do. That's what elders do. So, so, so the answer to the question, where are our elders? Well, I'm right here. I'm right here. Where are y'all at? I need y'all to join me. I need y'all to tap in. I need y'all to hop in with me. And this, and, and I'm speaking to all ethnicities, specifically my black people, all right? But I'm speaking to all ethnicities. How are we making the world better for our kids, kids, kids? You know, and not that thing, because this is another thing too, where it's, oh, I'm doing this and I won't reap the benefits, and but I know my kids, kids, kids will, so I'm going to just suffer for them so that they can live the life that, no, I'm not saying that. There's a way, there's a way to have, there's a way to be a, a, a elder is going to live their fullest life. It's going to not leave a desire unexpressed. And then pave the way to show those who come up after them how to do so if they choose to. That's what I think an elder is. But what do I know? <laughs> I'm still figuring it out as I go. And I'm going to keep figuring it out. And I'm going to keep showing up to this capacity because I know that there's something bigger here. There's something bigger here because I'm experiencing in, in, in being a mentor some things where it's like, wow, I wish I had that. And I mean, even for me, like it started with my kid. I mean, a lot of people say, how can you be a good dad if you've never had a role model showing you how to be a good dad? And I, I, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, my daddy, I love him to death. Uh, when I was coming up, I, I, I didn't see too much of him in the male role models that I had in my life. And they weren't the, the best. Right. And once again, like, you know, love my dad to death. And, and a lot of stuff wasn't his fault or anything like that. I don't I want to get all weird. Right. But. I didn't have that role model and I still grew up to be a pretty fucking rad dad <laughs> using a lot of the experience of what I didn't get to experience as a reference point. Cause it's like, Oh, I, I really wanted to feel this, but I didn't, I never felt that cause I never had that experience. So what would it be like if I gave this experience to those who come up after me? I can tell I can we can tell a lot from the experience that we didn't have what it is that we can create. So don't use your circumstances as a reason as to why you can't be an elder, why you can't be there for somebody unlike anybody has ever been there for you, because you know what it feels like. You may not have a reference point, but you, you definitely have the contrast to add context as to how to be a good elder, a good mentor, a good father, a good parent. You got it. You have all the answers. You're 100 percent complete and inherently whole. And I think that's really all I got for you all today. It's just really been something that's been on my mind uh, through life. And I think it's an important conversation to have. And I thought it was important to create the platform to be able to have the conversation. Therefore, this show exists. We have to we have to learn how to create what it is that we want to see. We have to learn to step up because who else is going to step up and be that? 
Who else is going to step up and create the platform? Who else is going to step up and show people how to do it? Who else is going to step up and give people the resources we didn't have? Who else is going to step up and be a guide to help other people unfold? Who else is going to do it? Are you waiting for somebody else to do it? Did you never have it? And so now you want to lean into the role of what it is that you never had? Or do you want to be that example? Now, I'm definitely not one of the ones that will say, where are the leaders? Where are blah, 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 and not be it. I'm going to be it. I, I hardly talk about like things that I am not actively immersed in. Because I, I, I find that the best teacher is the person who has the experience or who is experiencing. And you don't have to be like super wise sage on a mountain. You just need to have one week's more experience than I have. <laughs> and you can teach me all I need to know and just stay that, stay ahead of me for that one week and continue to stay one week ahead of me and just continue to teach me. You know, don't make it so big. Don't make it this grand thing where it's, oh, uh, but I, I have to be this and this and this and this. Nah, now you're holding yourself to some unrealistic expectations. An elder needs to be transparent, open and honest and real. So if you're going to step into the role of an elder, be honest. Show us the truth. <laughs> show us what you're really going through, the anxiety, the struggles, the frustration, and show how you're not giving up and show how you seek and mine the tools. And then give us a tool. And let us do what we will. And there'll be a percentage of us who don't use them. But then there'll be a percentage of us who do. You have no control over those percentages, but you do have control over whether you plant the seeds or not. We need you. Let's all step up. Let's step up. If you call, let's step up and be the elders. I feel like I'm going to look back on this episode like 30 years from now and it's like, dang, look at look at little young me uh, starting to fill the shoes. <laughs> I don't know. I just be feeling pulled. Y'all know what to do. Hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating and review. If this episode is fed into you at all, leave me a five star rating and leave me one of those paragraph reviews because people see those paragraphs and be like, oh, you really like this show. You wrote a paragraph. I need to listen to this show. Look in the show notes. And if you're on Facebook, join the We Feel That Facebook group. That'll be where we can go and discuss some of these topics on a podcast and build community. It's pretty dope. Also in the show description will be the link to join my Patreon. What is it like $10 to get like exclusive content every week? It, content I don't put on Instagram. I don't put on this show. We oftentimes will get a guest on here and I'll keep them for 15, 20, 30 minutes after the show. And we'll do an after hours episode. People in the Patreon are really loving those episodes that you will not be able to hear anywhere else. So it's pretty cool. You can join that and I'd love to see you in there. You can also text podcast to 313-254-5972 to get updates about all the cool stuff, wellness events, live podcasting, special announcements, merch drops, courses, book sales, book signings in your city. I can go on and on. This is the line that you'll be able to text to have up to the minute updates. And last but not least at all, be intentional, love on each other, and have compassion for your process. I will see you next time on You Feel That? With Bryce the Third.